The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. When we're talking about meditation, we're talking about transforming your belief in an accelerated manner using biblical meditation. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Though meditate means ponder, it means think about it, read it, and confess it. Now that's the way you're going to believe. This is the way God planned for you to believe what is impossible to believe. What meditation does, it resets your boundary. When your life is where it was 20 years ago and you know there's more for you, I guarantee you we can come in and attack this thing in the area of meditating the Word. And where the enemy has programmed us, we can unprogram it. We can rewrite the script. We can transform and renew our minds. God just told me to tell you, get ready for the impossible dream. He said, dream again. Dream again. Dream big dreams. Big things are about to happen to you. Meditation is a God-given spiritual process that provides a permanent change in your thinking. And it transforms what we believe in an accelerated manner. You need meditation because this is the way God planned for you to believe what is impossible to believe. He told Joshua, Joshua chapter one in verse eight, he said, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that's written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. And so what I ask people is, who's going to make your way prosperous? See, not God. He's, it's already done. But what meditation does is changes your belief which gives a passageway to your spirit, which produces faith to bring about what's already done. He knew what he was going to give you was impossible in the situation you were in. So he gives you the formula for making it possible. And it's called meditation. I'll try this again. He knows that he's saying, I'm going to give you a task. Well, look at, look at Joshua. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 1. I'm going to give you a task. He says, now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel, and none went out and none came in. Now Jericho was fortified. Walls were so thick, they had chariot races on the top of them. So it was fortified. The Lord said unto Joshua, see, I have given into your hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. Now notice, he had to see 
what God had already done from the foundation of the world and the way he was going to get his, his mind around that, the way he was going to transform what he believed is through the process of meditation. Meditation was going to take him from what was impossible to now is possible. Son, buy that shopping mall. Whoa, wait a minute. How am I going to do this? Well, he gave me something to meditate. Joshua 1.3. And this is what he said in Joshua 1.3. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given to you. So once I take that as seed and then swallow it, by speaking it into my heart. It begins to build faith and transform what I believe in an accelerated manner. So where I saw it was impossible, now with the mystery of meditation, I can make what is impossible possible. And it's all a function of your mind. So if Satan wants to hold property back from the church, all he's got to do is make it too big for their mind. And whatever's too big for your mind is too big for your hand. Joseph had to dream something, all right? And Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren. And they hated him. Yet the more... And he said unto them, he's explaining the dream, hear now, I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the, in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright, and behold, your sheaves stood round about and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brethren said unto him, shall thou indeed reign over us or shall thou indeed what? Have dominion over us? And they what? Hated him yet the more for his what? Dreams and for his word. Folks, in the natural, I was not supposed to get this shopping mall or we. In the natural. In the natural. Because natural people told me I wasn't. They said they're, they're not going to sell you a property that big in, in that place. Not a black man, they're not going to sell it to him. I said, well, who are you talking to? Because I'm walking in the spirit. I'm walking in the, the inner man, you know what I mean? Now, I'm just saying that because this is what he wants you to do. He wants you to do the impossible. For with God... All things are possible. Now, where, where did that dream, what did it do? And that dream, I'm, I'm just going to talk here. What happened was you don't get what you want. You get what you are. You don't attract 
what you want. You attract what you are. When you take this whatever desire that you have, godly desire, and you begin to meditate it, this meditation, glory to God, is giving you a rewrite on your belief system. It's giving you a rewrite. It is writing something different. If nothing in your life changes, changes, it's because nothing in your heart changed. Now, there, there are three sections here to the mind. And I put this down here. One, there is a conscious level. And the conscious level is where you make conscious decisions. I'm going to get up and go to the restroom, conscious decisions. But then there's another level lower. It's called the subconscious level. And I believe the subconscious has levels to it. And you can go down just like you're going down to a basement floor. And that this subconscious level is, a, is, is, is not the level that chooses things, it's the level that memorizes things. The image is built in the subconscious so that you won't have to keep learning it again. So the first time you learn to ride a bicycle, notice you can get on it after years and ride. Why? Because it's in your subconscious. So you need your subconscious. All right? So anytime you pull outside of your subconscious mind, anytime you try to stretch out, go beyond the subconscious mind without the okay of the subconscious, without rewriting the subconscious, the subconscious begins to sabotage the effort. It begins to do things that keep you from leaving what we call the comfort zone. Are you with me here? And it doesn't make any difference what you believe, whether it's true or a lie. Most people have been programmed with a lie. And that's why Satan can keep such control over the world. I said on Sunday, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Not the truth make you free, the truth you know is going to make you free. So I've got to take the truth, not just hear it once. I got to take it and meditate it because just hearing it once, the conscious mind got it and the conscious mind said, oh, praise God, hallelujah. But the subconscious was never affected. And that subconscious is not easily changed. He made it that way. He made it that way. So what we have to do is go to work. And so what I put down here are some of the ways that you and I can have the rewrite take place in our lives. What programs the subconscious? What got us in this belief system? One was parents and authority figures. Some people heard what the parents said. 
I remember one man said, you know, well, you know, women, you know, just what you got to do is just treat them like they're not quite in their right mind and you'll be all right. You'll feel good about it. Well, see, that, that's a lie. But he's trying to feed that to the next generation. Are you following what I'm saying? See, if a woman says, you know, I, I had a bad experience with men and all men are jerks. Well, it's amazing what she's going to attract. Because she believes that. You attract what you believe. The Bible tells you what to think on. Go over to Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. It tells you exactly what to believe on. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, it's not true that all men are jerks. Well, let me try it again. It's not true that all men are jerks. <laughs> you see, and if you believe that and that goes in here, that's what you attract. That's what you attract. And you end up, they end up another marriage, another marriage. Because there's something in here that attracts what they don't want but you don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. Now, Jesus thought on all of this. He said, every tree in you that the heavenly father has not planted or every plant shall be what? Rooted up. That's what he's talking about. A belief system in here that, that you didn't plant. You, in, you inherited that. You, you hung around parents that taught you stuff that perhaps was not true or, and, and, well, let me, get, let me give you a couple of these. Are you getting something out of this? The mystery of meditation. He said, parents and authority figures are one way that we receive things and belief systems that not necessarily from God. Another one is um, environments that you've been brought up in. Environments that you brought. I was I was brought up in an environment. I, I mean, tell you the truth, I, it's in my book. It's coming out. But I was brought up in environments. I didn't see, I didn't see, I didn't see black as inferior. I, I didn't see it. I, I got in the military, and I could tell they they you know pilot and so forth. I could tell they kind of looked at me like you know they're going to have to give me a handout you know, for me to keep up with them and so forth and so on. No, I, uh-uh, I, I want Top Gun. Yeah, I, I got to show you that my color, I'm not who you think you think I am. I'm, I, I had to do that. I had to do it at IBM. I had to show them I could be top salesman downtown Chicago. I, I had to show them that. I'm not mad at nobody. I just don't want you looking at me like that. I, I, I just got, come on, I got some honor here. I'm due because I was brought up in this whole idea of Booker D. Washington's philosophy and I was brought up in a, in a grammar school that was a Booker D. Washington lab school right on the university campus. And then we went on, so I graduated in Tuskegee. But I had Chief Anderson, who was my flight instructor before I went to pilot training, and he was one of the ones who taught the Tuskegee Airmen. And they ended up outperforming everybody over there in Northern Africa. I'm, I'm just saying, <clears throat> you can't judge a person by the color. 
what's happening is usually that color has been in an environment that people are functioning on a level that's lower and so forth. And that environment kind of got into them. So the expectation of them was lower and, and you don't have to do that. When you come into the church, we're going to bring you up. We're going to bring you to where you supposed, come on now. And, and so what happens, people get hostile, you know, and so forth. Even in the church, uh, different races of people try to come into church and, and what they doing in my church. Who church? This is Jesus church. It's not your church. This is Jesus church. I am a ministry to all nations. I am a ministry to all nations. That's why I'm trying to get people to sing the songs for all nations and all that. And it's rough doing that because they have an image of something that is lacking, something that is, 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 is less than, something that is inferior, second class and so forth. And we got to get that out of us. So I brought up an environment. Booker D. Washington trained up millionaires. He had 20 millionaires he trained up. They were ex-slaves, trained them up. And two of them went back and bought the plantations that they were slaves on. I mean, this is what this man was doing. Why? His favorite scripture was Proverbs 23 and 7. This was what he built that whole ministry on. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So he knew you didn't get what you want. You're going to get what you are. And if he could take this word and teach you, that's why teaching is so important because teaching brings understanding. Understanding means, oh, I see. And when you do that, once you see it, it's converting your inside. Boy, I got y'all got me preaching here tonight. Man, this, this prosperity of soul is, is it, it, this is it. You don't need any more done to your spirit. Your spirit is it's like God. But you need that soul because that's a passageway for all the blessings to come. Are you with me? And the same thing about this millionaire status, see? And, and you, you got you to listen to my teachings. I, I give it because it's not only the word, but it's the anointing. It's a spirit that travels with the word, folks. So we have verse parents or authority figures sometimes in schools that teaching stuff that is not right and so forth. Environments, also experiences. An experience of, of, of a car crash. And you'll find that you get to that same place on that street that you seldom go down, but if, when you get to that same corner, automatically your subconscious starts breaking, starts putting on the brakes. You didn't do it, your subconscious did it. Because the experience wrote something on your hard drive. And, and, and it says, you better slow down. So the experience got them there. Experience of people having been, uh, could have been molested, so forth like that. All that, he said, everything that has been planted in you that the father did not plant, God says, I'm gonna root that out. Isn't that powerful? Because it's producing bad fruit. And let me just show you that. He says, either make the tree good or its fruit good. Else make the tree corrupt or its fruit corrupt. For a tree is known by its what? Fruit. So what you believe is going to be known by what comes out of your life. You can't move financially, it's because it's a tree. Don't blame people. Don't blame what area you're working in and so forth because God can do 
uh, exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think. I don't care if you're selling hot dogs with, on the corner and so forth. He can still make you a millionaire. See, you're, 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 you've got this, this thing, this is what we come up, that uh, Abraham pretty soon considered not. Let me just show you that, okay? Because look what it says. In, this is in Romans chapter 4 and verse 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those what? Things that what? Be not as though they were not. This is the way you're going to get out of this. Who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations. Now, no natural hope, meaning that God has told you, buy that shopping mall, buy so forth and so No natural hope. But he believed in God's hope. He got hope from the word of God. And he says that they might become the father of many nations according to that which was what? Spoken. So shall thy seed be. God spoke it because when was it already determined? When was it determined? Before the foundation of the world. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, neither yet uh, when he was 100, about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. For he staggered not at the promise of God through what? Unbelief, but was what? Strong in faith, giving glory to God. What I'm saying is this, that when God says that he's going to heal you or he's healed you or he's going to make you uh, prosperous, whatever have you, don't consider anything else. Don't consider, well, I'm just um, working in there. I'm a clerk over here in this and I'm a night porter. Don't consider that because once you consider that, you eat away at your belief. You eat away at your, if you just, I'm telling you, my, my uh, God told me, he, he said, uh, <clears throat> I, I told, I, you know, it's when I met Veronica and so forth. I, I wasn't looking for her. I, I just, she's probably looking for me, but I wasn't looking for her. But anyway, don't, don't tell her I said that. Okay. But, but uh, that's, that's called ego tripping. You know what I'm saying? But, but what happened was, you know, I, saw, I went to this friend of mine who is also a manager at IBM and, and um, I was going down, I was downtown IBM building down in the middle of town and, and I was with him and, and he was going to his office. He wanted to show me something because he and I flew together. And so he, he went to his office, but as I passed by, I saw this, this desk with this woman sitting there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And I went on in his office and I said, who is that? He said, oh, that's Veronica, man. She's too religious. You don't want to know her. I said, whoa. Now, I had gotten born again. Whoa. I said, whoa, wait, wait, wait a minute. And I remember, I'm telling you, I, I couldn't wait. I said, could you introduce me or I could tell her I could call her or something. Whatever it was, I called her and I was just trying to hear how her voice sound because her voice is going to tell me something, you know, whether this is right. Because I hear her voice sound and, and, and so you can tell them out of time, can't you? And so what happened was, was we arranged and I think I met her at the cafeteria in that building and something and, and said, man, you know, you know how I just met her and and you know, some inside of me said, ooh, yeah, that's, man, that's, and, and, and so, uh, I mean, we, we began and took out the dinner and so forth and so on. And, and I went to this guy, a friend of mine, I said, hey, Vernon, I said, listen, 
I met this lady named Veronica, man. Just every time I see her, man, it's like something just inside of me just, just comes alive. I mean, just, he, he said, when I, I said, what is it, man? He said, God is telling me, don't you touch it. I said, don't touch it? He said, nope. I said, because I've got a, a, a promotion to, to another state, to, to Minneapolis, Minnesota. And, and, and man, I said, so I'm just supposed to go, just go and move? He said, go and move. He said, God said he'll put it together. See, he, he didn't want me to consider anything. He, well, that's it. But anyway, he put it together. Praise God. I'm saying, well, how's a millionaire going to happen to me? See, when you ask that question, you sink down to human reason. And when you sink down, you take away the miracle. You take away the impossible. You can't touch it. You got to say, I believe I receive that. You don't know how it's going to happen. You don't know what he's going to use. You don't know so far. Joseph did was said it and he said it and God had to move him to an environment to make it manifest. So God will move you. God will, but you just hold on and get ready for the ride because the impossible dream is coming to your life. Get ready for the impossible dream. He said, dream again, dream, big dreams, big things about to happen to you. Well, I trust that you are blessed by this dynamic message. Praise God. Here's something you want to remember about meditation. Through the mystery of meditation, you can make what is impossible possible. Let me just give you a case in point. God tells me in Forest Park, uh, right outside of Chicago, he says, buy that shopping mall. Whoa, how do I do that? But he gave me a word out of the word of God. I begin to meditate it. All of a sudden, I see myself with it. Praise God. And that's what you do. He'll give you the impossible, but meditation makes the impossible possible. Isn't that a blessing? Praise God. Well, this is Bill Winston saying, we enjoy bringing these teachings to you. So until next time, keep walking by faith. talking about meditation, we're talking about transforming your belief in an accelerated manner using biblical meditation. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night. So meditate means ponder, it means think about it, read it, and confess it. Now that's the way you're going to believe. This is the way God planned for you to believe what is impossible to believe. What meditation does, it resets your boundary. When your life is where it was 20 years ago and you know there's more for you, I guarantee you we can come in and attack this thing in the area of meditating the Word. Where the enemy has programmed us, we can unprogram it. We can rewrite the script. We can transform and renew our minds. God just told me to tell you, get ready for the impossible dream. 
Grab hold of the big dreams God has for you with Dr. Winston's The Mystery of Meditation. Order this four-part series today on CD, DVD, or MP3, MP4, and receive each teaching in its entirety, including a never-before-aired message. Want even more revelation? Order the Meditation Bundle and receive the Mystery of Meditation four-part series along with Dr. Winston's breakthrough book, The Missing Link of Meditation, in paperback or ebook. This book provides insight to why meditation is the most important ingredient for spiritual growth and good success. Get this must-have Meditation Bundle today. 